This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. So I'm just waiting for Twitter. It doesn't want to catch up. Oh, come on, Twitter. Come on, Twitter. Come on. Come on, Twitter. Come on, Twitter. No, I'll try that in a bit then. Okay, I'll try that in a bit then. Sorry, sorry. Right, where is he? Gentlemen, boys and girls, it's Monday night, it's 7.30, and of course that means just one thing, it is the talk show, the unstoppable Tilton talk show. Three weeks ago, you saw me here, live from my own home in Utoxida, and I had my litre glass with me. Last week, okay, I was running out of beer a little bit, so I had my pint glass with me. This week, I've only got my half pint glass with me. Who knows what's going to happen next week, I don't know, I don't care, we don't care. Tell you what, though, we do care about you and we do care about the show. And that is the reason we continue, because we love our football club and we love all you people out there. Oh, welcome. We've got a marvellous guest in tonight. I think he might have a, a small glass of wine with him. I'm not too sure. And uh, we'll introduce him in a minute. But of course, we've got our good friend, Mr Sheen, Paul Hipkiss. Good evening. And of course, Mrs Brown. <laughs> Paul, introduce our wonderful guest mate. 
So our wonderful guest tonight is our head of physical performance at the Blues, which is Mr. Sean Rush. Welcome, mate. Woo, 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 woo. Cheers, Carl. Thank you. Cheers, Gal. Woo. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the show, Sean. Cheers, Carl. Thanks, Nick. Every single Monday night throughout the football season, we've done this now for 10 years, and um, we've had one nomination so far in the Football Bloggers Awards. Hopefully, you're going to get another one this year, uh, but I dare say everything's going to be curtailed anyway, so it doesn't really matter. But we do it because we do it because it's inside our hearts. That's the only reason. Listen, people, I hope you're all staying safe out there. I hope you're all staying at home because you know what the rules are as well as I do. As well as I do. Hmm? Anyway, Paul, how are you keeping? Family? Doing good, to be fair. Yeah, not too bad. Yeah. Keeping busy. Still working full-time, me and my wife. Um, okay. and, and managing to get out for a walk every day and get a bit of fresh air, especially when the weather's like this. Um, yeah. So, yeah, just like yourself, Nick, just 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 playing the, the book boys' rules. Um, you know, that's the one-liner, isn't it? Stay home, save lives. Absolutely. You know, I, 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 I absolutely hate putting the news on every night and seeing that number going up, you know. and I, I, know. You know, I, I want to I I I I see it go down, not up. Um, I think sadly a little way away from that but what I, all I want to do Paul is I want to see everybody on the other side of this mate I, I really mean that because there's so many people at Blues that I absolutely love going to see and you know what I, I even had a dream the other night and I walked into bar 8 and nobody was there it was like horrible proper horrible mm. um, but you know what you know what we'll we'll ride this storm out mate and you know as our, our Queen said yesterday Her Majesty the Queen the Queen of England and the Commonwealth We'll meet again. Don't forget, how, I played good, how good was that? How good was that, speech? mate? I tell you what, for a 92, 93 year old lady, right, mm. to make that speech to a nation, right, yeah. that hasn't been in this much trouble since World War Two, mm. was absolutely. I, I, I tell you what, I did. I tell you what, I did. Right, I cried at the end of it. Do you know why? Because you saw the picture yesterday. My daughter outside my house with a partner and little Zachary, right, and I couldn't give him a hug. You know what I mean? But I was so happy to have seen him yesterday. But then mm. when she said we'll meet again after that, man, I just burst. Honestly, yeah, I'm joking. Yeah, yeah. I'm joking. yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah, no, very, uh, very, very, very good class. To be fair, yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyway, Sean, welcome to the show. Uh, nice to have you on board on a Monday night, mate. Um, it's, it's, it's been a, a, a bit of a journey for us because you know we've had loads and loads and loads of guests on, uh, but we've never had any anybody who is actually really proper involved with the club on a day to day basis. So it's really nice to have you have you with us, mate. Welcome. Well, we have. We had, um, we had um, Uzer a few weeks ago. Uh, oh, God, Rob, Paul, Rob, Paul Robinson we've had on, haven't we? And, and, Rob, BT. Uh, and the other gentleman. And BT. BT, that's him. James, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. James. Yeah, but no, it's, uh, it's, it's great. And um, uh, hopefully, Sean, all yourselves and your family are keeping well. Yeah, good. <clears throat> Pardon me. Um, Don't cough. Get out. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> it is one of them, isn't it? You know, you go to the supermarket, cough, and everybody looks at you and thinks, yeah. oh, my God. <laughs> No mean rolled and everything in, but no, family are good. Um, obviously, um, most of my family are up north, um, so just me and the wife here. Um, but we're uh, we're keeping um, sane at the moment, just hanging in there. But now, you do what you got to do and make sure you do it right. That's what we said before, isn't it? So absolutely, absolutely. And uh, you know, we we know that we've had a couple of instances this week. We won't mention the people involved because we don't need to. Um, but how ridiculously stupid when well, you know there's been two or three, but how ridiculously stupid to to go out and give advice and then not do what what you're advising people to do, right? I'm, I'm going nowhere. I'm going nowhere until the scientists tell me it's safe to venture outside. Nowhere, right? <laughs> and do I, of course I care a lot. I mean, we should have had Fulham away on Saturday, yeah. Of course I care. Of course I care. I care passionately. But we're in a pandemic. We're in a real proper crisis that this country's not seen for like over a hundred years. Just. 
you aren't being called to arms. You aren't being called to the Second World War. You aren't. Do you know what you're being paid to stop at home? So stop at home. You're being yeah. paid to stop at home. All right, okay, I ain't got any money yet through that, through that furlough. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, you know what? I, I still don't care. I don't care. I'm not going anywhere. Nowhere. So, I, think the, uh, I actually think, in an overall, I think the government have done it really well. Very well. Really they, impressed. They, they haven't staged it in like they did, and I think there'd have been absolute riots out there. I mean, it was bad enough as it is one that with people over shopping and taking whatever the yeah. toy for yeah. and whatever pasta and, yeah. But, like, actually how they staged it in, if they hadn't done that, I think we'd have been in, in a big trouble. I stockpiled on nothing. Absolutely zero. Nothing whatsoever. Nothing. And we're still here three weeks later. <laughs> you know what I mean? I said not even yeah. I know. I am running out. Listen, I'm, I'm quite fortunate because I live above um, uh, a very large working men's club. I've got a big flat above a large working men's club. And, of course, when they shut down, they've got a, a spare barrel of beer. So, you know, took you in the cellar downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, that I have to live up to my reputation and that had to go. Well, it, it, it's, it was proper... Ale, right? So it was a it was a guest ale, a cask ale, and it's done a certain shelf life, Paul, hasn't it? You know what I mean? It's you've just got to you've just got to get rid when you got to get rid. <laughs> yeah. Someone, someone tell me though, right? I'm, I'm, we went out for our daily walk earlier, and I'm seeing people driving past, just them in the car with yeah, a yeah. mask on, with a mask yeah. on driving. Uh, I know. Why? Driving them in the car, so I don't understand why they're wearing a mask I driving think the on the road. Me on that one, Paul, is like. Is the gloves? I watched um, a doctor the other day, and he was saying about the gloves, and he says like, so I had a glove like this, and he put, you touch something, there's a gem. You touch them again, there's more gems. I touch them again. Basically, this, these gloves are contaminating more and more. If you just wash yeah. your hands, yeah, do you know what I mean? You're more safe for just washing your hands and remember to wash your hands and take your hands to uh, to mouth than you are wearing the gloves. My hands are sore for washing them, and I say I've not been anywhere. I've locked one gate once a night for, for the five nights that it's been open. I haven't got to do it for the next two weeks because it's a shared car park with a school next door, so the kids are off school. So for the next two weeks, I ain't got to, I ain't even got to go out once, and I'm not. Mm. Mm. But, but does one, do, can anyone answer that for me? Why people driving on their own in their cars are wearing masks? <laughs> can anybody answer me why people were out in parks all over the weekend? Why I saw a video on Facebook of 30 or 40 people coming out of a house in small leaf. Huh? Just, I don't get it, man. I don't get it. You know, this is... It, it, it stopped our football, right? It stopped football. It's stopped the country, nearly. We work in pubs, as you well know, right? We haven't had any work now for three weeks. Yeah, all right for the government to say, oh, we're furlough, yeah, but like, hello, when are you going to pay? Mm. And... Um, you know, when I even went to try and sign on to Universal Credit. I've got a valid passport. I've got a personal alcohol license, right? And they denied my IDs. <laughs> <laughs> I've had to go through the I've had to go through the police and the council to get that that um, that uh, personal alcohol license, yeah. And through all your CRB checks and everything, and, and they say I don't exist. <laughs> Interjection. Okay, so I've missed the first one hundred comments because I couldn't I couldn't log on. Uh, so um, uh, Paul Gil Paul Gil says, uh, "Mail order beer, Nick Day Sport, uh, new idea, get Amazon to li to deliver uh, prime pints." There you go. Uh, Stephen Gill says, "Evening lads." Uh, Paul Sterndale says, "I'm about to crack a can open." Uh, Pat says, "How brilliant to be here watching the show. Fantastic." Happy times, let's forget our troubles. And Lindsay said, and sing happy birthday, Sean. Whatever I need means. to sing happy birthday. Yeah. 
Are you, have you got to do it twice? Whose birthday is it? Whilst washing your hands. Whose birthday is it? I'm guessing that's Lindsay, is it? No? I don't know. It's not your birthday, yeah. is it, Paul? No, it's not mine. No? You're sure? No, it's no. not mine. I couldn't tell you where mine is. is. No, no, no. Okay. <laughs> yeah, when's yours, Nick? I think it's Christmas Day, but I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> so, sure. Okay, there's not much for you are, mate. Sorry, Paul. Sorry, Sean. I just want to say four credits to the lads for taking the fifty percent, you know, um, pay cut. I think we were. I'm not just saying this because I'm fat, but we were the first club that so I heard doing that. Do you um, know what, Paul? I'm incensed that the media haven't put on Birmingham City doing that because I've done it for everybody else. Leeds, whoever has taken a pay cut. Oh, aren't no, I'm not that clever. We led the way once again with Birmingham City. We lead the way. We do it our way. I, yeah. think, I think the thing on this one is, is like, I think there's loads of players doing stuff throughout the country. And all that's getting reported at the moment is bad press. Uh, yeah. I've yeah. seen Gordon Henderson set, set uh, a charity up. I've seen that, I can't remember who it was. Ooh, yeah. I don't know, raised over 400k. You know what I mean? But these are these are in the in the headlines. What's in the headlines is players aren't doing this, players aren't doing that. But it's not necessarily the case. Mm. Yeah. But in the press, the first club I, well, I say in the press, the, the first club I heard of doing it was us. But we just didn't get any press for it. You know, as yeah. soon as Leeds did it, it was on it was on Sky Sports News all over the place. No, nah, but Leeds pressed it. That's what Leeds do. Right, OK. But we didn't. Because Harley, Harley was on um, Talk Sport, wasn't he? Harley Dean. Um, but I think that was uh, like a couple of days after it was um, it was announced. Like, Yeah. I mean, I don't know the fundamentals of what's going on with the players. Do you know what I mean? So it's... No. But full credit to him. Sean, Sean, serious question now. We're going on to football now a little bit. Serious question. Do you think the season's going to end? The season's going to come to its natural conclusion? Yes. Yeah. Without, hey! Without a doubt. They're going down. How, that's going to, how that's going to work out, I don't know. But I think there's got to be like... Um, um, it's going to be en masse. It's going to be maybe two games, maybe even three games a week, I don't know. Right. Way, do not mean because the the wanting to obviously get the next season going as soon as possible. My problem with that is from a physical side is I need my players to have a break. And like people say, oh, we just have five weeks or whatever it's going to take. But boys have been able to get away. It's been a stressful time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, go into that book group of games and nine is it nine games we've got? Haven't we nine games left. Yeah. Yeah. And then we don't have a break. We're going to start breaking. The players will start breaking later on, you know. So I think it's, it's it needs to be really carefully thought of. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Okay. And the managers keep fit from home, are they? I saw you delivering the bikes to them. Uh, yeah, so we delivered a lot of stuff around around to the lads' houses, like, and then and we've been we put out a program for the boys. Um, we just keep revamping that program at the moment. I see a lot of clubs, you see, and they're like they're just putting loads of stuff into the boys now. My problem with that is, is how do you keep it smart? How do you keep the boys intrigued with what they're doing? Because if we're another three, four weeks, and I'm just picking numbers out here, don't quote me on them. If we're another three, four weeks, then I need something that's going to stimulate the boys. I can't just yeah. give them a load of stuff to do because at the end of it, the boys will smash that and they'll go, well, what's next? So what you get is them lads just dropping off. If I can... Yeah, yeah. Stimulation in there every week, whether it's through mentally or it's through a physical uh, stimulation, then you know what I mean. I, I, I want to drip feed it in. 
Yeah. So at the moment they've got the kit, they've got the bikes and things like that. They've got a couple of runs, and then going to start bringing in something that's probably more football specific as soon as I can. Yeah, I've been loving the rolling They're brilliant. Yeah, rather than just doing the runs and stuff like that. I mean, I've said before. I said on the interview with, with uh, the club, it's like you got to realise how many minutes we've played and then how many games we've had, especially with the squad that we've had. They've played a lot of time. You know what I mean? A lot of minutes where other squads were a little bit bigger, maybe could be able to swap things around. We've not been able to do that. But um, so it's a case of taking the positives out of this rest period and then seeing where we're at when we go back in. I still want a three-week period before we actually go back in. Mm. Yeah, that's quite understandable, really, isn't it? Yeah, just to whip your match fitness right up there, get it, get it proper, you know, tuned in and peaked up. Yeah, I mean, it's like if you go four, five, six weeks since we've last trained, then you know it's going to be after really carefully thought out of what we're going to mm. do minutes going into that first game. Mm. You keep in touch with the players through uh, Zoom or FaceTime or the likes or what? Yeah, all the time, mate. Um, so a lot yeah, of the phone, obviously, through WhatsApp and the live video links and stuff like that. And the boys yeah. are in the place. And like I've always said, I've always said that there's probably one of the best set of lads I've ever worked with. And I have worked with a few boys, like a few squads yeah. at the time. Superb. Nice news, that, mate. Nice one. But yeah. If you see Pedersen, tell him Linda wants his pants. If I see what? Christian Pedersen, tell him Auntie Linda wants his pants. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with that one. Do you know our Auntie Linda? Linda Serbia's second name. Ensor. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. With your lad being in the army, Sean, right? Um, we decided to do a charity this year where we've raised quite a lot of money already, but we've had to put it on hold, obviously, because of this. And uh, we're raising money for uh, soldiers with PTSD through SAFA. And um, yeah. my partner's son was killed in Afghanistan 10 years ago this May. So we thought it would be poignant to do something in, you know, and basically an end it in May. Uh, oh, my, we've had sign shirts, sold for 160 quid, another one for on football cards. Um, my other half's going to have her hair dyed blue when all, all this is over. She's raised over £800 on that one. Mm. Uh, Adam, one of, our, one of our talk guys, got a, a 200 quid odd for shaving his beard off. And uh, Linda is now next Monday live on the Tilton Talk Show. Live, ladies and gentlemen, live on the Tilton Talk Show, is going to shave her head and her nine-year-old grandson is the one that's going to do it. Little Jack. Friend. Do you remember hashtag Jack's got friends? Jack has put his nan's hair off completely. <laughs> How brilliant is that? Wow. <laughs> I'm going to have to tune in for that one. Sure, we've got a few questions as well from a few of our viewers and we're, fans. Uh, well, yeah. we're all blues fans, mate. Sorry, Nick. I'm just going to say, we've got a few questions for Sean from a few of our viewers and fans. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, of course. Um, so, from a good friend of the show, uh, Big Singh has asked, who is the fittest player in the squad um, from Blues for All? So, Blues for All is obviously a page, a Blues page, and Big is, yeah. is, is well, I think he's watching now. Um, so, he's asked the question, who's the fittest player in the squad? I who's think he's asked before, Big. Time to change the page, will you? <laughs> Say again? I know, Big. He's asked me that question before, I think. How was it? Yeah, no, well, this is VAR. He'll know what in this is VAR. Nick will know. Only Nick knows. The lads are all in a good place. Like I have said before, the lads, they put everything into training. And the women did pre-season, the last two pre-seasons, they've done everything like But you know what I mean? It's like Max Collin, every week, he just, I'm like that. Do you know what I mean? But then you've got to give it to the old war or something. Yeah. 
you got old Duke, he does everything right. Oh, he's training, really he's put his, he might look, he's not athletically pleasing on the eye, is he? You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, if you ask, if you ask Linda, she'd probably say yes. <laughs> <laughs> but like, the amount of work he gets through, the actual duels that he has, that strength work, work battling with centre-halves and closing people down and then creating what he did, what he does. You know what I mean, I think, yeah, you got to, you got to tip into that. That partnership that he struck up with Hogan is absolutely outstanding, isn't it? Yeah, it's been good, hasn't it? Do you know what I mean? And it clicked so, like that immediately. 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 Do you know what I mean? You saw it yeah. on the first day in training, it just thought, oh, hello. Do you know what I mean? But so, yeah, Big's just confirmed he's watching Good Man Big. Um, Jason Hughes as well. Also... Ivan, he'll just run all day. Robbo's, Robbo's an absolute athlete. Mark Roberts. Mark Roberts, unbelievable athlete. Like, I used to be. No, lost in Yeah. Ja Sorry, can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah, go on. Yeah, Jason Hughes, Sean, is asking, uh, which player would you least like to be isolated with? <laughs> <laughs> All of them, mate. I All of them. Or seven, and I don't want it to be isolated with any of them. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, the series gone off. Hang on. Yeah, me Alexis just went off then. <laughs> yeah. But, um, so, uh, oh, the worst Ooh. one. Oh, probably. Oh, put me right on it. <laughs> go on, uh, go on, Sean. No, straight, away, straight away, I've got it. Bang. Uh, Danny Cowley. Geezer does my nothing. <laughs> <laughs> what, Dan why, is that, why is that, Sean? <laughs> oh, mate, he just doesn't stop. Unbelievable. <laughs> what do you mean, though? No, I've met some um, thick players in my time, but he could be there, mate. He could be there. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good insight, this is. I tell you, <laughs> <laughs> I'll get I'll get banged out when I go back in. <laughs> Chris, can you please confirm that uh, this show will go out tomorrow again on Switch FM? Well. No, it's not. No, not this. No, oh, not till okay. not till we resume properly because it's it's okay, really perfect, difficult for me to edit it. You see, as well. So right, okay. But all we going to do is obviously thank our, our principal sponsors, Boa Sports, who of course sponsor Birmingham City, and our friends at Switch FM, and of course uh, SAS Autos and the Borsley uh, Labour Club, who give us so much help and that through the year. Um, also, ladies and gents, please, please, please don't forget our good friends at BHST. That's Birmingham Home Support Team. They still need uh, uh, goods and stuff and uh, mm -hmm. toiletries for the people that are on the streets. Uh, <coughs> Nobody's <coughs> immune from this virus, not one of us, not one. It doesn't matter if you're on the streets, it certainly doesn't matter if you're Prince Charles or Boris Johnson. Um, mm -hmm. So please, please, please help out where you can. I know times are difficult, I know times are hard, but I know what you are, you're Birmingham City fans. I know you will do your thing. End of. That ends the public service announcement. <laughs> Couple more questions, Sean. Sean, yeah. I've got a couple of questions for you. Who's the best and worst dresser in the squad? <laughs> worst dresser, worst dresser. You got to go, Juki. Horrific. Juki is the worst dresser or best? The worst. Really? The worst. Uh, honestly, when he comes in, mate, I thought he's come to collect the bins. Who? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I missed yeah. the name. Who was it? Juki. Juki's the worst dresser. <laughs> Oh, Harley Dean. Harley Dean's the best dresser. Yeah, he's got some gear, mate. Proper. Yeah, but yeah. Didn't help with it as well, though. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, and then you've got Josh. You had Josh on the other week, didn't you? Josh McEachran. 
Yeah. No, 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 no. We haven't. Oh, okay. Josh McCrackran is the bizarrest. Mm. He puts some games. How's his injury coming on, by the way? Who? How's his injury coming on? Yeah, really good. Really good. good. So, yeah, he's, he's doing well, to be fair. He's going to be a while. Don't get me wrong, like, but he's doing yeah. really well, like. And when, when can we expect him back? Oh. When can we expect him back, Sean? Oh, I, I couldn't tell you, mate. Nope. I couldn't. I, I'm not trying to hold anything back. I just wouldn't be able to tell you on that one, like, but yeah. I don't know. That's fair enough. This time, if this time away is going to be take it look back, back, do you know what I mean? Because obviously we can't get that intensity in what we need to do into him. But I think it's because he's at the early stages of that horrific injury, then um, it's it's not too bad. Mm. And who's picking the tunes in the dressing room? I noticed like on the pre-match videos and stuff, there's some good tunes going on in the dressing room now. Best thing that's happened, Kifton Belt's come back in the squad and his tunes are banging. Yeah, is it, is it his choice then? Yeah, he likes his house music. Before it was, there was oh, I used to do me nothing. They just put music on, I'm thinking, are we going out to make love here or are we going out to war? <laughs> <laughs> but now like, you know, I mean, he throws a little bit of a Dutch house in there, which uh, I try and forward on, but he's got some uh, proper 90s stuff going on, like, so, yeah. It's, I mean, it's great to have it back anyway, isn't it? Like, Dutch house? Dutch house? Yeah, I didn't even know it existed. Sorry, I lost you then, Sean. It froze on me. <laughs> Dutch house? I thought you were just banging still. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Kiffy's sounds are uh, banging, and, like, even I get into them when I'm an old man, so... <laughs> That's Clifton Battle's choice of change, yeah? Mm. Yeah, but we've had some horrific choice. Harley Dean, rubbish. Uh, can't remember who else. Wes Hardin, rubbish. Uh, in fact, sir, all of them are rubbish. Yeah. I put a bit of, a, bit of a, the jam on or something like that. That's decent, that. Yeah, that's decent. Yeah, 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 yeah. And who's the funniest in the squad? Who, who would you want to like, who would you most want to have like, uh, be stuck in a lift with for a laugh? Um, Scotty Hogan, mate. He's yeah. so quick off the cuff, mate. Yeah, kills me. Absolutely yeah. kills me. I mean, I've got banner. I can have it with the best of them, but Scotty Hogan just flies off the cuff. <laughs> Quality. And and any good pranks that you can tell us about? I appreciate some you probably can't say <laughs> on here, but anything you can tell us about that's that any good pranks that they've played on each other or? Oh, the odd. <laughs> can't remember what it was. It was at home, and the they've got. I didn't get it. I got a video sent. I'd already got off and I was at home and like somebody sent me a video and somebody had glued Harley's, uh, Dukey's like horrific boots that he wears with his suit, glued them to the inside of the cupboard where he sits. <laughs> he proper glued them like they couldn't get them out. So he had to walk <laughs> home with a pair of, pair of flip-flops. Uh, <laughs> and I think the last skipped in for a new pair of boots. They were his best boots, by the way, but there was horrific minging. <laughs> you won't put them on your dog. Really? <laughs> Brilliant. Oh, Nick's gone. No, oh, no, he's gone. He'll, he'll come back later. Don't worry about him. Nick gone, has he? He's, he's, he's lost. He's lost. It's that Wi Fi, you know what I mean? He's Nokia 33110. It's useless, it is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Martin, um, Martin, oh, Sean, Martin Swinscoe is asking you what, what is your versions of what happened up at Middlesbrough obviously we scored a perfectly good goal um, me and my career when I went there <laughs> <laughs> I was going to put no comment okay <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah 
to be fair, mate, I, I just lost me. I know, I know that kid anyway. I've known him for ages, and like, it just he's it's, it's always the same. I don't know why I rose to it, but like, we scores like the goal, and we think, well, you know, we're done, like happy days, and then like it gets cancelled, like referee being poor old game, and this character next door in the other dugout is running backwards and forwards all game, by the way. I just want that one off. And then I thought, you know what? You're getting it. Nothing wrong with the goal, though, was there? I don't think so. Do you know what I mean? No, I don't either. Uh, they were saying, like, I spoke to Woody afterwards and they said, nah, it was offside anyway. Like, and I was going, I'm not sure about that one, mate, but it yeah. is what it is, isn't it? It's what, I mean? what it is, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we haven't had any luck all season, have we, with the officials, really, to be honest? Ooh. Can't comment, no, no, you can't comment, but it has been very poor. I, I don't I think... think uh, standard, standards really needs addressing in the off... Well, God, it doesn't mean off-season, but it really needs addressing, like, I think they need yeah. help. I think they yeah. need help. Yeah. VAR, maybe, do you think VAR's needed? If it's used properly? Oh, if, I'm on, if I'm honest, Paul, do you know what I mean? But saying that, it's just my opinion, but... I don't know. I'm old-school football. I, I like the controversy, sitting in the booze, having a pint afterwards as fans do, talking about the game. Did you see this? Did you see that? I think if we, if we bring VR in, I just think it's... Yeah, I'm back. I'm back on. It's uh, Sorry, I was a bit far away from the router, so I've popped into the living room there, mate. Oh, you've changed rooms? Yeah. Different background? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so well, welcome to my living room. <laughs> is that an aquarium in the background? Yes. <laughs> well, I haven't seen one of them for a long while. <laughs> Decent. Very therapeutic. Looks good. Yeah. Mark Andrew, Sean, Mark Andrew Adams, uh, who's a friend of the show, he's asking you what, what's your what's your goal of the season so far? Oh, God, I can't think off the top of my head. Uh... You got you got Beeler's free kick, haven't you, at Reading? I would say, but I'd have to be what, there. What about the header from outside the box? Pedersen's header at Brentford was unreal, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah but he yeah. never meant it. Not having that at all. <laughs> he ran into the ball at his head. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, you know what I do like? I can't remember who it was against now. Jude Jude goes into the corner, wins the ball. Yeah, uh, Barnsley like away. Pause. Yeah, Barnsley we, away. It's got Jorgen. Turns, whips it the other way in the bottom corner. Remember it? Great goal. Yeah, Barnsley away that was, sure. Barnsley away, yeah, that was it, yeah. Yeah, 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 great goal that was. That just was endeavour, goal. when you talk about a young kid who's 16, who's just got pure endeavour, players don't go track them balls down because they think they're going out. He yeah. goes, I'm going to win this, wins yeah. it, and then has that little bit of quality on the end of it, and then Scotty finishes it off well. I just, that's just from my perspective, I just loved it, like... Yeah, he's got, hasn't he, dude? he's got everything, hasn't he, Sean, dude, to go right to the very top? He's got everything. Do you know what he's got? Biggest thing in my world, which you don't get often get with youngsters now, he's got a thing called desire. Mm. And he loves the game. So I mm. spent all my time, I remember I was at Leeds, I was speaking to a lot of young kids at Leeds, and I was going, who do you idolise? Who, who do you follow? Like, So I spoke to a right-back, I said, Cafu, do you know what I mean? It's one of the best right-backs in the world. Do you, nah, don't really watch football. You what? You're not watching football. But then I remember right lying down, lying down, Jude was getting a rub and I said to him, Who do you, who's, um, who's your idol? Bang, Stevie Gerrard, straight away. Straight away, Stevie Gerrard went, Yeah. I love you, mate. Yeah. Do you know what the best thing I love about Jude is? Is he always last off the pitch and you can tell 
you can tell that he loves every single supporter. You can tell. He yeah. just loves it. He loves it. And we love him for it and all, mate. Love it. Brilliant to see. So refreshing. That's going to be one career to keep an eye on that one. Yeah, yeah. Let's hope it's at St Andrews, eh, mate? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It'd be nice to get him back on, if he does go anywhere, it would be nice to get him back on loan for a season at least, you know, just to keep him playing regular. If he goes to, you know, one of the big, big clubs, you know, he might not get, I, I don't know. I mean, he's good enough. He's good enough to go straight in though, isn't he, to be That's fair? Said, Paul. I think he's good enough. Going yeah. to the right team is the one. Yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? Yeah. What a choice that is to make. Choices <laughs> Have we got anybody else coming up through the ranks, Sean? I think there's quite a few, you know. Like from, yeah. from I mean, I, when I was at Leeds, was like, there was the academy was supplying all the time. I think at one point when I was at Leeds, we had seven players through the academy. And I don't think this club's far off it. Mm -hmm. We've got some really good youngsters coming through as strong, you know. It's like, and some of them maybe, maybe not just in the 23s, even younger than that, like in the 18s who can come through, like, so... I think times are good and prospering with the youngsters, like. Yeah. I'm hearing a lot about Joe's brother as well, Joe. He's, he's um, one for the yeah, future. Yeah, I've not seen him play, mate. I've, I've heard a lot about him, like. He's yeah, yeah, same. 15, yeah. 15, 15? I think so, yeah. Yeah, or 14, even. 14, I think, Paul. Yeah, even younger, isn't he? Yeah, because mm -hmm. You think Jude's 23 now, don't you? Do you know what I mean? Mm. <laughs> he is. He's a kid with a head on his shoulders, isn't he? You want Nick? He's a kid with a bloke's head on his shoulders. Massive, yeah, massive, like yeah, yeah. very, very well grounded, which is a, a thing into his parents' side. Like, you know what I mean? You cannot, you, can, you don't only see that like with his attitude towards the fans at the, at the at the end of the games. You see it what during the game as well. You can you can see he's he's just he's just way above anything I've ever seen. Even I'll, I'll go as far as at his age. I think he's even better than Trevor Francis. Wow, statement. They are statement, Nick. That's the statement. Well, that, yeah. I'm making it. Yeah. You're not the first one I've heard say that either that saw Trevor play. No, look, I saw Trevor play when he was a kid, right? I've been going since 1973. So I saw Trevor play when he was a youngster. And yeah, it was brilliant because we'd never seen anything like that. Yeah. And our youngsters now have never seen anything like Jude. Not not ever. No. I mean, we've had some we've good had players. In my good time. Some proper good players, Paul, throughout the years, right? Yeah. This little kid is way, way, way up there, way above it. His first touch, the way he brings the ball down out the sky, he's just world class. Yeah. That's world class. His first, his yeah. first touch, he's genuinely world class. I don't think he's got a weakness. He's got no. development. Don't get me wrong. He's got development. He's got development physically as well. Still growing. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. In the last year, like well, we've had to keep an eye on it at some points. But like physically, his knowledge of the game is going to develop anyway. And you know, if that's at a, a higher level, then he'll slot into that. You know. So I, I think he's got. He's definitely got England potential, like. Yeah, yeah, me too, yeah, definitely. I just think it's that one where I hope he, him, his family, and like, make sure it's the, the right one. Yeah. So I remember, like, my best friend in football is Nicky Barnby. So oh, yeah. Very similar, like, he came through the old um, Lillyshaw system where he used to be at 14 and 15, and basically yeah, every club in the country was after him, even to the point where Alex Ferguson went and round to his house, his, his dad's house, knocked on the door and uh, wanted to sign Nick there and then. But Nick really? and him, he just he just sat back and looked at it. He ended up at Spurs. Uh, I don't even remember, he started off as a 16-year-old at Spurs, but the football yeah. they were playing suited Nick. So it's yeah. like, just making that one choice now is, is going to be an essential one. 
Yeah, absolutely. Or he played on the left for England, didn't he, Nick Barnby, when we beat Germany away 5 1 in that uh, yeah, World Cup qualifier? Set up a couple of goals, like, so he's. Um... Yeah, yeah. Remember that, yeah. Paul, stop it, you savant. <laughs> I'm a bit of a stato, aren't I? I just can't remember anything. But... Incredible. I don't remember. It's incredible. I don't get it. I don't get it. I hate it because I can't even remember what I had for breakfast this morning. <laughs> yeah, I remember now. I even remember as far as the first goal when we went 1 0 down, Yanka scored, and then Nicky Barnby. Nodded it down for Michael Owens to equalise. I remember yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, do, you? Yeah. do you remember that, Sean? Yeah. Yeah, right. I remember where I was on that day. Yeah. Yeah. But what a day. Where that was, was you? In a boozer. Yeah. <laughs> I think I just finished, I just been playing a Prince. Sunday. No, I won. I won. It was a Saturday, wasn't it? It was a Saturday. It was a Saturday. I think I've been playing, and then I've gone for a couple of pints with the boys, like, and um, watched it in there, like. So. So did you play football yourself? Uh, obviously. Previously, yourself, you got you, you, you um, yeah, half a decent level. I was at Donny Rovers as a kid and uh, did a little bit of Little City as a kid. Um, but then, um, I moved down south and played in like the Kent League and stuff like that. A little bit of money, in it, you know, maybe, like, if you want to call it semi pro, I don't know what you call it nowadays, but it was, it was decent standard in the eye. And then I signed for a team called Romford in the ISIS, yeah, uh, and a lot in the FA bars and that sort of stuff. Thing. But I was just a I was just a centre half, edit and lend it. That's all I was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> edit and lend it. And who was your football idol as a kid? Dalglish. Kenny Dalglish. Met him. King Kenny. Met him. King Kenny. King Kenny when he was uh, manager at Blackburn. Mm. I got an invite to go to the first game that he went. He invited to go to the first game he went back to Anfield. That's the first time I'd ever seen the FA Cup, and I got my my son and my. Uh, well, my son was only five, then he's 33 now. Um, I managed to skag him off it. Uh, the, the, the security were coming up the stairs with it. And I says, come on, let's hold it. He goes, no, 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 sponsors. And I pointed to me, tattoo on me. I said, I've got Birmingham C tattooed on me. I'm never likely to see it again. He just give it me. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got a photograph on my phone with me and my little lad with his, the FA Cup on his head at Anfield. Yeah. And on that day, that very same day, it was a Dads and Lads Day at Christmas. Yam Mulby was Father Christmas. So I was going back to them kind of times. Um, yeah, yeah, and uh, there was yeah, a bottle of Father Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wanted to be doing padding. That's for sure. He didn't do padding. No, no, he was all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, he got a little lad actually. One suggestion. A couple of questions, Nick. Um, uh, Sean, uh, are you looking forward to the um, the Blues Villa derby next season? Uh, says Craig. <laughs> Like I said, I've, I've been in a, a nice one, but like I've been in the job like a long time. Like I said, and I, I'm reiterating, and probably bore people with it, but I've never, I've been, I've done many a derby. I've done many derbies, you know, like Leeds, Huddersfield, that sort of thing. Whole, well, they class Leeds, but but that's that that, that atmosphere there. Wow, you don't realise that is something special. Like I was like when we went to Villa, and it was bouncing, and then we come back, and it was just like. Oh, this is proper proper derby time. Do you oh, know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah. I don't think. Or, I mean, a lot of people have said the same thing. There's not really, there's not really a derby like it unless you go uh-huh. further Nowhere. north of the border. You know, it's it's a derby yeah. that's generated through pure hate, I suppose, but, yeah. but in a nice way, you know. But uh, but yeah, I don't think there's anything like it. No, definitely yeah. not. In a nice way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we hate them in a nice way. You know? <laughs> Uh, Reese Freer says, um, "What is your relationship with Gary Monk now? Do you speak to him at all?" Or 
What? Yeah, of course. Look, listen, me and Gary have been friends for a long time. You don't just, because I'm working for a different club, you don't not, not speak no more. So I spoke to him the other day because he's pulling his hair out with the kids and all like that. And he's got two twin boys who are absolute lunatics. So, yeah, I speak <laughs> to Gary, do you know what I mean? At least once, twice every couple of weeks, you know, so just to keep in touch and see how he is. And obviously he's having a bit of a tough time at Chef Wed at the moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Lindsay wants to know, uh, what's the chance of Camp getting one more season? We knew it. she'd ask a question about him. <laughs> she loves him. She loves him. I, I mean, as, as contract talks going, I don't know what goes on with there, but all I can say is, like, I think he's been unbelievable. To oh, we do. We think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. You know what I mean? He's been unbelievable. I mean, he's a great kid as well. Good knowledge, good experiences around the place. So he had a lot of stick when he first came with us, right? But I think I think a lot of that was generated for a lot of Sunderland fans on the internet. To be honest with you, yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, and I don't think any of it was justified. And we, yeah, we had that period where we had um, uh, Connell in, in in between the sticks, and unfortunately for him, we had defenders out at that time. So uh, he's got potential in. Yeah, Connell Truman. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. He's a good one. What a bloke for a young kid! What a bloke! Yeah, does everything right in training, hundred percent. Like, and uh, just a really nice kid as well. Like, and I really nice one. His career. We got a we got a good we got a good bunch of lads here, haven't we, Sean? It sounds like everybody's on the same page and everybody's fully committed to the uh, to the yeah, course. Paul, it's like it's one, probably one of the best groups I've worked with, and I worked with a good group at Leeds. Don't get me wrong. Like, and obviously I got promotion with the lads at Hull who were. Who were Unbelievably self-policed. I mean, that was in 2008, 2007, 2008. Was that, was that Phil Brown, was it, the manager then? Yeah, Brownie. So I was when, there with when, Dean Windass. Dean Windass got the winner, didn't he? Against Bristol, didn't he? The volley. Good, the volley, yeah. Bro- Brian Hughes was playing in that, wasn't he, as well? Nothing was playing in that, yes. I know yours are really well. So let's touch with yours there. How does he do it? I don't know. I don't know. How do you remember <laughs> these bloody things, Paul? But- Back then, I was working for a, back then I was working for a company that had that had a box at the Emirates, and I was there when Giovanni got that worldie for Hull against Arsenal because I kept taking customers. Do you remember that? that, that first first Do you remember that? That first season, Paul, we went ten games undefeated. Yeah, I, I know you did. Really we were the, fourth, and we went to Man City, and that's when the club when the players sat out when Brownlee sat them out. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you a story about that. Right? Oh, yeah. Because that would have been a good bunch. That would have been a good bunch of lads at Hull that got promoted. So it's good to hear that this is the best bunch of lads that you've that you've ever worked with. They're very similar. They're very self-policed. They drive each other on. If you don't fit into the to the lads' way, what they do with like doing all the gym sessions, activation, everything that we do physically, what they do technically. If you don't follow that, you get left behind. Yes. Was that? Do you know what I mean? So they've got yeah. that group and they've got them. They're very strong. Um, yeah. And they they, they don't batter each other, they don't, there's no negativity in there, there's no people who are sulking, do you know what I mean? And players yeah. sulk, don't make me wrong, and, that, and sometimes that's a positive sulk because they're, they're upset that they're not being selected or whatever. Yeah. But then sometimes you can get like an assassin who can be a bad egg. Well, I've never seen that at this club, you know? That's good to hear. That's good. Yeah. Do you think we've got the makings of a squad to, you know, eventually get to where we want to be, like, which is obviously promotion? I mean, I think we've improved. I think in the last two years that we've started to build a bit of a culture, haven't we? Do you know what I mean? So we know we know what our ethos is. We know what we're about. And I just think like we need to every year. Don't have like stupid expectations, like but just keep raising the bar and raising the bar. And that might be a two, three year period, but I still think with the club and the people that work in the club, but like 
I was kind of was talking to today, mate. But some good people in this club, mate. Yeah. yeah. Oh, proper. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Proper, yeah. And proper blues as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not just work for the club. They love the club. Yeah. Well, you got Craig Gardner in, in in and amongst it as well. I think you obviously who's, you know, yeah, just yeah, yeah. retiring from playing at the end of the season and. You know, yeah, he eyes and breathes it, doesn't he? I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. And obviously, his brother being there as well, Gary. So uh, yeah. it's all good, isn't it? Yeah, mm. yeah. I think yeah. the future's bright. Mate. It looks good. We've got the makings of a really good team. Um, and I think if we'd have signed Scott Hogan at the start of the season, it, we'd probably be a lot higher up now, in my opinion. Yeah. And if we had, and if we hadn't have had them injuries at the back over Christmas time, when we had that little sort of spell where, you know, we let we, we leaked quite a few goals. I mean, that Leeds game was mental, wasn't it? At home. Oh, what a game that was. <laughs> <laughs> Cracking atmosphere at that one. Killed you, yeah. It killed me as well. Um, but but yeah, yeah but I think we're not, you know. we're not far off. I mean, the league's been the league's been so open this year. I just think it was a it was a massive opportunity. Well, it still is. I think the top two will go up, and then I think yeah. the, the the other places are still up. You usually get some of goes on a run. Well, nobody has. No, you know what I mean, it's like you keep going. No, it's full. I'm going to kick in, like and. Then uh, Brentford, they drop out of it, like you know what I mean. I don't mean that the six, but in that continuity of winning games. Yeah, yeah, four, four or five wins on the trot, and you're right in, in amongst it, aren't you? Even oh. from even even from where we are in 16th, if we could get four to four back to back wins on the trot, and other results went our way, we wouldn't be far off it. Never know, mate. Never, never say never. Never say never, Sean. Not ever, not never. There's always not that team, isn't there? There's always that one that comes in at last. You just wonder now with this break how it's going to affect momentum of certain teams. So leagues like uh, starts kick on again, didn't they? The, the little blip, and then like starts kick on again. And I just wonder if that break's going to have a have a marker against where where they're at when they come back. It'll be interesting to see where teams are at and what they've done off in this this period. Like, yeah. Mm. Excellent stuff. All right. Whilst we're still on, then uh, can we, as Birmingham City fans, pay uh, our respects to uh, Pep Guardiola's mum, who's passed away today with uh, his COVID nineteen? Horrible, horrible, horrible news. Um, you don't know where it's all going to end, do you? Um, and it just goes to prove that it is affecting everybody or anybody. Um, and I just want to reiterate that the same to all, all our fans. Stay at home and stay safe. Just don't don't venture out. And I know I keep pressing it like, but it's it's driving me mad to see, you know, folks just, just willy-nilly running around. And it's mad, madness, madness. Um, you know, it's on the telly 24-7. I can see NHS nurses now wheeling people in and out of hospitals and things. This, this ain't this ain't this ain't to be messed with. It's not a joke. It's not a joke. No. Um, and of course, like look, every football fan in the country was gutted when they when they. It was pretty much the first thing they clamped down on was football, wasn't it? And then folks, yeah. Um, but how sensible to do it, really? And you know, just keep keeping with the guidelines and one thing another. And the quicker we get over this, the quicker we can get back to St Andrews. And that's it. That's my dream. That's my goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's going to or, be quite special, isn't it? Or travelling there on a Monday night, you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. I, yeah. I miss you all. I miss you all. I'm on my own in this big, oh, no, mate. small, right. eerie studio. We don't come over in case you've got it. I know. <laughs> I haven't cleaned <laughs> anything since you've left. I've left it exactly as it was. What about... Uh, <laughs> I've turned into paranoia, me. When Every time I cough, I think, oh, yeah. oh, oh. <laughs> You know what I mean? Well, Sean, I was, work, I was working in the pub just before they shut them down a couple of three weeks ago. 
And uh, a guy literally came in, came up the steps and sneezed without putting his hand over his mouth. He ordered a pint of lager and I cut him in three bits with my eyes, mate. He left his beer. <laughs> <laughs> and you drunk it. No, I didn't drink it. <laughs> I'll put a glove and pick it up as well. Oh, uh, Sean, a lot of people have asked uh, what, what's going on at St Andrews now. Is it just completely closed down? Who's cutting the grass? Who's doing? The, is there anybody doing the cleaning and so forth and so forth? I think the, I think, yeah, so, sorry. I think the I think the groundsmen are in, like obviously, and like keeping the place ticking over because obviously we need it to be ticked over for it to be ready to go. Same as the training ground, the groundsmen are in there keeping the pitch, pitches look immaculate, by the way. Yeah, good. But, uh, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think a lot of the office staff are, like, working from home and stuff like that. But, but yeah, we've been in regular contact through Skype and whatever. Everything we do is, like, every Monday morning we have a four with Dong and um, the rest of the uh, senior management in the football side of things. So we have a discussion. We had one this morning about where we're at, which is hard because... The EFL are giving us no dates as well, so it's hard to like put things into some sort of period. In fairness, though, they can't, can they, really? No. At the no, moment. They no, can't. no, totally. You know, that's the only time I've defended the EFL this year. <laughs> <laughs> the Sorry. Time. Couldn't resist that one. Oh, is there, Sean, is there a reason as well why we keep wearing yellow when we play away? And this shirt that I've got up, we've only worn it, I think, four times this season. No idea. Paul. I just wondered if it was a superstitious thing with the lads or something. It, it might be. Need to speak to the get, yeah. get the hitman in on this one, mate. So, but I, <laughs> I quite like the yellow one, though. Yeah, yeah, mate. Yeah, I've got that one as well from last season. Obviously, but it's not been on sale this season. But yeah, I've got yeah. these. I've, I've worn it more than the players, obviously. Yeah, I can't remember wearing that one to be fair. And we, we, we wore it this year. Yeah, we won. We won up at Bristol City in it. A uh, dame rather at Bristol City in it. How do you remember? Three. How do you remember that? I just do. <laughs> I should drink more water. Well, I'll find out on that one, Paul. I'll drop you a line. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's your plan now for the rest of the week, then, Sean? The lads, I presume, are just gonna. Did you speak to them every day? I want to do is like I don't speak to them all every day because they'll get sick of seeing my face, and I'll get sick of seeing. <laughs> um, so I'll just like I'll say I pick four or five players a day, just get into them. And it's like more from a mental side of things as well. How are they? How are the family? How are they dealing things with it on the mental aspect, not just yeah. the physicality. So it's a little touchy base, and I think it's good for them and it's good for me just to not have to keep talking to the missus, do I? Do I? <laughs> you know, you don't need to do so these runs. So these runs that they're set to go on, then are they sort of just running? Where are they? are they? Where are they running? Have they got them running machines at home or? No, no, no. The pitch based. They're out on the pitches. So local um, pitches that they can use, obviously with isolation and stuff like that, and um, making sure everything's right and not stupid where they risk themselves. So yeah. it's like um, yeah. So there's two, there's two. I put a program out and then I put two more runs out this week. So I'll probably see how they go. So they're linked into Strava. Do you know what Strava? You know what Strava is? No. So I think it's an app that you can get. So it's through your phone, and they'll yeah. run the phone attached to them at somewhere, and then I can. Well, Elliot, who works for me, um, he gets all the info, the data back from the Strava, so we can see what every player is doing every day. Oh, okay. So, That's interesting. So, mad, isn't it? That's good. Obviously, all our players wear GPS during the normal training day, but them GPS units are very, very expensive, and there's no way I'm lending them out to the lads because I'll never see them. 
<laughs> no, it's all it's all um obviously we're taking advantage of modern technology, isn't it? It's unbelievable what we can do these days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember when I was at Paul and um remember a player called Richard Garcia Paul? I remember the name, yeah, I do, yeah. Australian and he got selected from Australia. So basically they give him a Garmin a Garmin watch or like a pod. Um, and then the kid who would give me it to give to Rich went back to Australia. So every day I used to have to download this pod into my art, to me to my computer. And then in Australia, he could then take up everything that all the players were doing. So in Australia at that time, they had a lot of British bass players. Yeah. Right. Then pick up everything from that data and see what they're doing. So when they came into camp, he could then say, right, he needs more of this or he needs more of that. So that was a few years ago. So you imagine how it's... How it's developed, oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And are you enjoying living in this area? Love it, mate. Love it. Um, yeah. I live <clears throat> south side. I'm in Worcestershire sort of way, but all, I mean, obviously before this, but I love getting out in the, for having walks and stuff like that. So is it Malvern Hills mm-hmm. and all like that? I love it up there. Oh, yeah, I know, it, yeah. yeah, it's beautiful. It's beautiful yeah, down the Malvern Hills, yeah. Yeah, beautiful, lovely. like, so some beautiful places. And the best thing I like is some beautiful country pubs. Yeah. Definitely. I'm on the way. I'm on the way. <laughs> Sean, how do you think the players react? You know, like on those occasions when we go a goal down, yeah. On the next thing that you hear is that is that amazing rendition of our national anthem, "Keep Right On to the End of the Road." Do you, do you think that really picks the players up? Massive. Like, you got, I know when people say about 13th man, or 12th man, all my life in when you say about a 12th man being the crowd, that's that so, so true, like, do you know what I mean? It's like times that, I don't know, especially midweek games at home and just go, oh, come on, boys, come on, come on, fans, get the eyes a little bit more, a little bit more. The atmosphere before that Coventry game, uh, the first one, Brilliant. when we were playing away at home. Yeah. Um, oh, that was incredible. It was just like the olden days of like being back in the 70s again. I couldn't wait to get in. I was like, oh, come on, come on, come on, I need to get in there. I, I said, said, said this before, it's like, all the clubs that I've worked at, and maybe it's just me, but I always find the home crowd quieter, but the away mm-hmm. crowd, same at Leeds, unbelievable. Do you know what I mean? But I don't know if it's because when you travel away, you have got your proper diehards. Yeah, you're also, you're also on a day out with a few beers, ain't you? You know what I mean? So, so. Yeah, I said we yeah. should uh, make sure all the, all the uh, fans have had 10 pints before they come in on the midweek game. <laughs> <laughs> Good job you don't advocate that for the players. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Mind you, I can remember a few of them doing that back in the day. Well, yeah, once that once St Andrews and that gets bouncy with that, like you said. Like, now, like it is that. Yeah. Can you understand why our supporters are just so like so mad about the place? Like it's like it's like home to me. Yeah, without a doubt. You know what I mean? And the passion throughout the cities, and like even say with the with the Villa rivalry and stuff like that, it's immense. But. Even the Mrs. H's villa now. Because <laughs> <Hey! laughs> she was working locally, like for some uh, logistics firm. It was all villa fans. Yeah. But the fellow that I was working for, Bruce, who used to look like a rabbit now and again, like she couldn't stand it. So she that's, hates villa. That's <laughs> the same, Sean. Proper Brummy support the Blues. You know, with you being in Worcester, you'll have more villa fans there. Exactly. Is it, is how it is. Yeah. Well, it's mostly Stoke I'm, and Derby up where I am. There's a, there's a fair few blue fan, Blues fans here. But it's most, yeah. mostly Stoke and Derby predominantly. So, but you know what? We all have a good crack together. We all have a laugh and just we all drink together and all that. Yeah. And just get on with it, you know. And, uh, no matter who we're playing, there's a, a Forest fan, home or away, no matter what, we have a beer on the game. 
Um, I think I've ended up... I won the last one and then lost the two before that, so I'm one down at the minute. So <laughs> feeling feeling out of sorts, you know what I mean? Um, and there's there's even a couple of... There's a, right, OK, we do Remembrance Day, obviously, up here for obvious reasons, yeah? And there's a Villa fan that I stand next to every single Remembrance Day. He comes, I shake his hand, right? We stand, we pay our respects, and I shake his hand, and then we call each other every time of the sun straight afterwards. <laughs> Way to do it, isn't it? But it's only in banter, right? it's only in fun. It's not in, you know, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be nasty or anything like that. But you know, it's um, it's just nice that you can, you can have that kind of attitude towards other supporters, and you know, to take the rip when you need to take the rip, and try and talk a game when you want to talk a game. There's, there's a couple around it. You just can't talk a game of football too. You can't. Nick, now, now what we've gone through in these last few weeks and the next few weeks that are coming, I think there's going to be a, a change in um, society and like one of them mm. ones, you know, that appreciation of people. You know, so it's like um, where there's been a few little um, wrong things done. I think it'll change a lot of people's opinion on on the way of life and living life. Yeah, it's just going to be a different. Oh dear, uh, breaking news, Boris Johnson has been taken into intensive care. Oh my lord. <laughs> That's not good. No, it's not. not Ouch. Really uh, from any political point of view and from any football point of view, let's wish him well. Yeah, wish him all the best. Yeah, you, know, you don't want that, do you? You know what I mean? Mm. Oh my god. Yeah. And, you know, that's a reiteration again, stay at home because it can catch anybody. Anybody. Yeah. Uh, you can be wealthy, you can be poor. It doesn't make any difference. That's just awful news tonight, man. Yeah, yeah. And he'd done such a good job at that, that first week as well, right, rallying the troops and and, and yeah. kind of bringing people together on one thing or another. And yeah, I'll be honest. I'll be honest, Nick. I want a fan at first, no, but he, he turned me around like you know what I mean. I felt fair play, yeah. Man, well, so yeah. hopefully he gets through this one, like mm. definitely, absolutely. Okay, Nick, mm. you've got two minutes. Two minutes left, Nick. Okay, all I've got to say is, Sean, what an absolute pleasure and a joy it has been to talk to you tonight, mate. Um, you're welcome on the Tilton Talk Show. Anytime the door is open, it's always open unless... It's shut. It's closed. It's shut, but it's always open. To our fans, I've really enjoyed it, especially with you three. Um... Been great to speak to one of our own tonight, mate. And um, you know what? I, I'm, I'm so proud of your missus. I'm so proud of her. Bless her. Yeah, there's another one that hates the villa as well. I've taught her to hate the villa as well. And um, my eight-year-old granddaughter, Ava, right, lives down near Cadbury World. Who'd you hate, Bab? Villa. <laughs> You've got to teach them young. You've got to teach them right. Just from me to the fans, obviously, like, listen, keep safe out there. I know it says that it said a lot, but it just means so much, especially when it just goes down. Make sure you're doing the right thing. Really make sure. Think about what you're doing, where you're going out or whatever you're doing. Just think about your, what, your actions you're taking and make sure you're doing the right thing. And like I just said, staying safe, OK? Man, I've got goosebumps all over me, kid. Promise you. <laughs> Promise you. So true, right. isn't it? You know? yeah. we'll, we'll be back next Monday for a, another update. Uh, let's hope that we're all uh, doing the right thing and keeping safe. And, uh, you know, don't, don't please, please, I'm begging you, don't take this thing lightly. Look out for our vulnerable fans as well, each and every single one of them, right? Some of them need a little bit of extra support. And I know there are some wonderful people doing some wonderful things out there. And I know they're, they're back to what they call social distance and, and one thing about Get in touch with them, send them a message, tell them you love them, because we know they are, right? It doesn't, doesn't matter what their difficulties are, it doesn't matter. Um, you know, we're a family, one family, a blues family. Just stick together, no matter what. 
And Chris Brown, I thank you so much again for putting this together on a Monday night. No problem. Paul Hipkiss, thank you so much for joining in. Thanks to all the guys in the background that, uh, that do so much throughout, uh, throughout the course of the week. Difficult one tonight, ladies and gents. Stay safe, everybody. Sean, thanks ever so much for being with us on the Tilton Talk Show. Thanks to Ball Sports, our sponsors, and of course, SAS Autos and Ballsy Labour Club. Don't forget to help out as and when you can with our BHST friends. And of course, sponsor Linda as much as you can to have a hair shave next Monday night live <laughs> on the Tilton Talk Show. That's going to be a cracker. Hope you join us, Sean. Take care. All the best. Thanks ever so much. Keep right on to the end of the road. Keep the spirit and keep the faith, people, and keep indoors. Bless you all. Take care. We'll meet again. Good night, all. Good night. Cheers, Sean. Hello. No Thanks, Bye-bye. 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 Speak to you later, boys. I'm going to shoot. I'm not yeah, going to yeah, Thanks, mate. Take care. Bless, Bless you, mate. Cheers, buddy. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Hold up. 